0: This is Roberta Foster, and welcome to today's edition of the Authors' Corner, brought to you by KNEO ninety one point seven FM, The Word. And today I welcome John Hopper to Authors' Corner. He has written the book "Giving Away Jesus: Finding Joy in Sharing the Gospel," which is published by Search Ministries. And he'll tell you more about how to find the book at the end of the program. Uh, John has very extensive biography, but I'll share just a little bit of it with you. He has discussed questions about God and life with Muslim clerics in Uzbekistan, Buddhist monks in Canada, slum dwellers in Guatemala, and tennis professionals at Wimbledon. And now he serves as Executive Director of Reach and Evangelism Training Program of Search Ministries. Search is a nationwide organization focused on creating opportunities for stimulating and respectful conversations for those wrestling with life's big questions and equips other questions. Uh, christians to do the same and prior to joining search john served for 16 years as a pastor at bridgepoint bible church in houston so john thank you so much for being with us today
1: oh it's wonderful to be with
0: you today so why don't you tell us how the holy spirit inspired you to write this book
1: well, you know, one of the things that I've noticed, Roberta, is that when you go into churches, for example, and you ask people about evangelism mm-hmm. and its value and its importance, and as many people will agree with you, but the vast majority, right? Like mm-hmm. this is something that we should be about. But then, if you follow that up with a question of, well, you know, how how well do you feel like you're doing at that, or, or do you feel like you're you're confident or competent, you're able to have conversations with other people about Jesus? Almost no one raises their hand. So there's this disconnect, right? We see it as something that's really valuable, but we also mm-hmm. see that it's, it's something we're not really good at. It's a little bit like we could we see the value of swimming, but if you've never been taught to swim, and <laughs> okay. you won't get in the water. And so uh, my hope is to encourage people to get in the water. Amen, and and help them do that well.
0: Well, I know that one of the biggest obstacles to sharing our faith is just the whole issue of fear. I read a really good uh, review of Mark Yarbrough. He said, the most common reason believers give for not sharing their faith is presentation anxiety. But he also Mm. says that your book helps to remove the fear factor Mm. once and for all. So what a great testimony to the content of your book. So share with us how your book does that.
1: Mm, yeah, yeah. Well, I think there's a, some sort of upfront kinds of ideas that are really helpful. I mean, one we have to just remember that the results are up to God. I mean, sometimes we feel like it's all on our back, mm-hmm. and uh, and we shouldn't feel that way. It Doesn't right. mean that God hasn't given us a responsibility or a role, but but He's the one that's going to draw people, and so we can kind of relax, like, Lord, this is your deal. So, um, and uh, I'm going to give it my best. You know, I might not do it perfectly, but Lord, it's not going to sort of mess up your ends or your aim. And so I think that can really sort of set people set people free. I think also, you know, we tend to think of evangelism as this point-in-time event, like mm. I'm going to sit someone down and I'm going to share the gospel, the mm-hmm. whole thing with them. And if we look at evangelism as a process, um, and that many people need many conversations and many touches, and mm-hmm. and uh, they need to build trust in what we have to say and us as a person, then, then take, again, takes the pressure off of a given moment. And allows us to, to listen to the Spirit better, and um, I think that helps with the fear aspect as well.
0: And I know the word relational evangelism has mm. been out there for a number of years, mm. yet some people might say, well, if you start a relationship with an unbeliever just so that mm. you have a chance to witness them to them, isn't that mm. kind of, um, like, almost hypocritical?
1: <laughs> mm mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I mean, I think we're called to love our neighbor, right? right. So. We're called to do that, whether they're believers or unbelievers. Right. And so that's you know that's just our calling to do that is to love our love our neighbors. And then if we know of a person who um, holds uh, sort of eternity in his hands, then mm-hmm. wouldn't we want to give that away to our neighbor? Right. So so as you know, yeah, we are starting relationships in some cases because we we hope to be able to share Christ. But that's that's out of a great love and concern. Right. It's not out of a we're just trying to close a deal and, and move right. on. So right.
0: Well, my first pastor said to me that just share your testimony because people can't deny that. What Mm -hmm. God has done in your life, they can't Mm -hmm. deny that. But Mm -hmm. at the same time, there might be some concerns about how we share our testimony. Do you have any tips on that for us?
1: Sure. I mean you know there's some certainly some big value to um, sharing our testimony and I, I talk about it in one of the chapters of our book but there it's not the end-all I mean you know there's people who have testimonies of turning to Buddhism or testimonies of turning <laughs> to Mormonism or whatever sort of thing and they'll and they'll even say positive things about their, mm. their turning to another religion so so ultimately Christianity doesn't rest on our testimony it rests on the sort of the historical reality of, of Jesus but but at the same time, people, as they're sort of considering Jesus, and is this is this true, and should I, should I begin to follow Jesus myself? Mm. If we can provide an example, uh, give them an image of what it might look like to to begin to follow Jesus and to trust in Him, then it just makes it that much easier for a person to take that step. And I think that's really the value of the of the testimony. It's uh, I think the image that I use in the book is that. You know, you don't see too many ads of clothes where it's just the clothes. Usually their clothes are on somebody. <laughs> so <laughs> good point. <laughs> that, that, that's that's what's it attracted. It's like, oh, yeah, that, that could look good on me, too. And mm-hmm. so we're just trying to show people what it looks like to have Jesus on. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, So that's, I think, really the value of, of sharing our own story.
0: Amen. So we have more to discuss with John Hopper about his book, Giving Jesus Away, Finding Joy in Sharing the Gospel, published by Search Ministries, and you are listening to Authors Corner, and I'm Roberta Foster. I love that title, Finding the Joy in Giving Our, Our Testimony and Sharing the Gospel with Others. If you want to have a conversation with someone about Mm -hmm. God or the Bible, Mm -hmm. Jesus, and Mm -hmm. even our own testimony, how do we begin that conversation that kind of maybe breaks the ice?
1: Well, of course, you can always just bluntly, you know, begin a conversation. and Sometimes that can work, but, you know, oftentimes sort of sets people on their heels and, mm-hmm. and maybe even sort of creates some defenses right away that uh, so that they don't listen to us. And so so oftentimes, you know, what I'm trying to do in conversations, if I say meet with someone for the first time, is just a little get to know some of their story, mm-hmm. kind of where they're coming from, and, uh, and and some of their values, and maybe some of the things that make them tick, or maybe some of the struggles that they're going, going through uh, at a you know, particular time mm-hmm. in their life. And, and usually those places uh, give me some more natural um Sort of inroads. So, for example, if I hear about someone, they tell me they have kids and one of them sort of struggling, and I'll say, you know, I know that some people, um, when they're dealing with an issue like that, God is important to them. Is God important to you? Mm. And so that that particular question usually isn't very off putting, and now mm-hmm. it allows me to sort of see where they're at mm-hmm. with God. And they might say, oh, God's not really important, or maybe they'll say, um, Well, I don't really sort of look to God, but I probably should. And So all those give me indicators, okay, here's where that person is at. Here's where I need to start the conversation. And uh, and knowing where to start the conversation can just be really helpful so that we're not um, getting ahead of where a person may be already. Mm -hmm. So um, if we're doing Bible verses and they don't even believe God exists,
0: um, mm-hmm.
1: And so the Bible is just an all of a crock. The Bible verses probably aren't going to do a whole lot of good. Right. But if they already have respect in the Bible, then you can kind of go there. So, mm-hmm. so I really just try to do a little digging up front kind of where they're at, and I think that really helps us get the conversation going well.
0: And I've been told that, you know, people like to be listened to. (laughs) Mm, (laughs) Absolutely. So when you focus the conversation on them, at least in the beginning, then um, that makes them feel more at ease with you, and, uh, well, they're actually interested in me.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. In fact, you know, it's kind of three key words for me is if we show interest in people, Mm. we show empathy. And we sure sh- sh- are encouraging. Um, boy, people will to open our, themselves up so quickly to us. And, and, and again, sometimes I've mm. just met person for the first time, and uh, and within forty five minutes they just start sharing everything with me. <laughs> and I just think that that interest, that empathy, and then the encouragement um, can really go a long way in, yeah. in uh, opening up deeper conversations about God and life.
0: And one of the things you talk about in your book is actually the tone and demeanor of our voice. And so why does that yeah. matter?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Right. I mean, I think in, in some ways it's sort of common sense. We sort of go into conversations <laughs> with anybody about any topic whether you know, rather right. be about um, politics, our garden, uh, <laughs> the sports team, right? Like if we, we kind of go in with a... I know better than you, and, mm-hmm. you know, you need to get your act together, um, it usually doesn't go very well, so um, you know, a gentle word turns away wrath, and, you know, there might be even people who are angry at God, and if we're able to sort of come in mm-hmm. with a sort of a humble demeanor and a yeah. listening demeanor, then that just, again, goes, goes a long way in terms of opening people up to, to deeper conversation.
0: Mm. Well, your book shares with us um, three barriers that uh, typically keep people from Jesus. Can you share those with us?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So the first is emotional barrier. A lot of people just have, you know, uh, experiences with Christians or with the church, um, either first or second hand, mm-hmm. that, that have kind of created these barriers that that person I knew as a Christian was really unkind or was dishonest. And so I, mean, I just don't want to go there. And there's an awful lot of uh, um, uh, unbelievers that have that emotional barrier and yeah. it's really incumbent upon us in those situations to become the trusting be trusted so they may not like christians as a whole but they hey i like you you're an all right christian <laughs> so we've got to deal with that emotional barrier then there's the intellectual barrier and that's simply that people have questions that um they've never gotten an answered like mm-hmm. why should i trust the bible like you know it talks about in Genesis, you know, God creating things, but where are the dinosaurs? <laughs> you know, people just have these intellectual questions that have been barriers to them maybe for decades. Mm-hmm. And We need to be able to give them reasonable answers to reasonable questions. And then finally, there's what we call sort of the spiritual barrier. It's just that sort of, that unwillingness to... Um, just let go and say, "Okay, Lord, you're you're in control. I'm going to give you my life." And, um, mm-hmm. and you know, this is certainly the evil one is sort of working against that. Sure. And so we're really called when someone has that that barrier of just not wanting to to give the keys to the car over a, a praying, saying, mm-hmm. "Lord, just work in those those hidden places that I can't yeah. that I can't work."
0: Well, and one of the barriers that you just talked about was intellectual, and mm-hmm. I have heard this from others that. That's another one of the reasons that Christians don't want to get into these discussions, because, they, yeah. well, I don't know all the answers. That's
1: right. And that's so right. Uh,
0: how would you assuage them to realize they don't have to?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I think, you know, the best response if you get asked a question that you, you have not heard is, wow, that's a really good question. Right. And then, you know, follow that up and say, um, you know, I, I, rather than just try to give you an answer at the top of my head, I, I really want to think about that. Now, when you say that, you've honored that person, and then Mm -hmm. what you got to do is you got to go think about it. You got to go do a little research, a little reading. Um, The book before uh, giving Jesus away, I I wrote a book called "Questioning God," which Mm. uh, answers questions that people have about the Christian faith. But there's lots of books out there like that that can help answer those questions. Mm -hmm. And Then come back to the person, you know, a week or two later, and say, "Hey, you know, I've been really thinking about that question you asked," and again, you're sort of honoring the person doing that. so I like to share with you kind of what what I'm thinking right now, and then get, kind of hear what you you know what you think. And so you just give your answer in a few minutes, and and then you invite the person back in the conversation. So does that make sense to you? Is that yeah. helpful at all? If mm-hmm. you go to do that, you don't have to know the answer on the spot. You know, mm-hmm. you can just say that's a great question. I'm I'm going to think about that, and and then get back to the person. And and that that works really well. And it sort of takes the pressure off having to know the answer right on the in, right on the moment.
0: Oh. So. Mm-hmm. Uh- so, there have been instances in my life where my question to somebody else's has forced them to, and I'm not even talking about study of the Bible, but just in life in general, I says, you know, I'm usually pretty good at helping people to know learn more about this <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> with asking those questions. Uh, Interesting questions. So, um, so John, this is a, a great book for such a time as we are in where it's so important to uh, share the gospel with others. And so how can people find out more about your book and the others that you uh, have written?
1: Yeah, so you can find both Giving Jesus Away and Questioning God at uh, on Amazon. So that's probably the best place to, to go looking for them. They're both there. Um, also at Search, one of the things that we're doing is we are training people all across the country in relational evangelism Mm. and uh, that training program that anyone can become a part of you you can find out more about that at reachothers.org reachothers.org
0: All right, fantastic. So one more time, the book today is Giving Jesus Away, Finding Joy in Sharing the Gospel, written by John Hopper. And we do thank Search Ministries for providing a copy of the book to us today. And John, it's been a real pleasure talking with you. Thank you for your encouragement to just share Jesus.
1: Well, thank you, Roberta. Great to be with you today.
0: And to our listeners, thank you for tuning in. If you missed any part of today's interview or would like to hear it again, it's certainly worth listening to again. You can find it on your favorite podcast platform or through knio.org. This is Roberta Foster on the Author's Corner. Join us again next time.
2: God's word speaks truth. God's work speaks life. And God's Word speaks to us today. Hi, I'm Pastor John Marons of the Granby Christian Church. Each week we explore God's Word together on In the Shadow of Your Wings, a radio broadcast on KNEO. Tune in each Saturday at 6.45 p.m. to hear the show. And if you ever miss it, you can always view the archive online at kneo.org. We also have the program available as a podcast as well, so you can listen anytime, anywhere. It's available from Sky High Podcast Network. I invite you to check out the show and learn more about our incredible God and how He cares for you. You can trust Him. You can depend on Him, and you can rest in the shadow of His wings.